Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. There's some things we want to talk about, but you know what? It's just the same old, same old, same old news, isn't it? It just keeps getting worse. I do believe that, uh, you know, our prayers have been that the Lord will reveal the evil, and I think we're seeing an awful lot of it. It just seems to keep oozing out. Like uh, poison in a boil or something. It just keeps coming. It just doesn't stop. And that's good. you got to cleanse it. But it sure is an ugly sight to see. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you to give you great thanks. Father, we thank you for being the God that you are, the creator of all life. Father God, there is none like you. You are so awesome. Your love is so awesome. Thank you for that love, that grace, and mercy. And Father, thank you for providing a way for us to be with you for eternity in our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I pray as you have commanded me to for President Donald Trump. I pray, Father, that you will touch this man in a very special way. I pray that you will protect this man and his family and those around him. That you will give his attorneys, his lawyers, and those associates around him wise counsel, godly counsel. And Father, I pray for the lost. Maybe some of these are lost. They don't know you or their relationship with you is broken for some reason or another. But I pray that all of us, myself included, will draw closer to you. Forgive us of our sins, Father. And I pray for all your children. Across this great globe, your children exist, and they're hurting, many of them. Many of them are in captivity. Father, I just pray that you will be with them. Put your arms around them. May they know your presence in the evil that they are now in. And I pray for America. I pray for this nation to once again be that shining light on a hill. Not for us, Father but for the lost, that we might share your love, your good news, the gospel, with the world. I ask that you'll bless today's show for such a time as this. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Who is the deep state? Who is the swamp? Who are these people? 
My conclusion after all this time is all of them. All of them in D.C. Now, who's lying? Pretty much all of them at one point or another. Uh, There might be maybe a few exceptions, but for the majority of these elected officials in the bureaucratic office, they are in this together. They are in it together. They take care of one another while they put on a show for the masses, you and me. But nothing ever seems to change, except the corruption gets worse. We might expose the lies, but nobody's punished for the lies. I received a very nice letter and email this week from a person that I greatly admire. He's totally in disagreement with me on President Donald J. Trump, and that's okay. I will address his concerns, which are not necessarily wrong. I, some of them he's, he's right on. I agree with. And I will explain why, for now, that I continue to stand with this imperfect man called President Donald J. Trump. But not today. Not today. I will say there is some reason I have felt led from a higher source, our Father in Heaven, to pray for President Trump. I questioned it, I argued with him, with God, but he won. And I cannot shake that command, and it's there for some reason. But each day as I go through all this news, just when you think it can't get any more bizarre, it does. And being Americans, we can actually laugh at some things. And the first thing I'm going to share with you is we're going to laugh at it, perhaps. But again, I look back at as I've been studying to prepare for these, these shows that I'm getting ready to do starting Thursday. Thursday show will be live. Friday show will be live. I will confess to you that Monday show and Tuesday show are going to be pre-recorded, but they all four go together. I'm writing them all. I'm putting them all together, and I hope that you will enjoy it. It is we're going to walk through. We're going to experience the revolution. Now, we've done this before. We've gone through a timeline, but I've expanded on it. And then we're going to read the Declaration of Restoration of the United States of America, which I have written. And on the fourth day... On Tuesday, in the second half of the show, I will share with you once again my dramatic reading of the, of the Declaration of Independence. But as I study these things, <laughs> and I realize what they were going through and what we are going through, these certainly are the times that try men's souls. I can't get past Thomas Paine. I hope you're able to join me those four days. If not, they will be saved. They will be on podcast. But I'm naming these the Declaration of Our Patriotism, hoping that I will stir your hearts. It stirs my heart when I study these things. And I know I'm just skimming the top. What happened to bring them to such a rebellion, such a radical rebellion? They love that word, radical. And then I shake my head and I wonder, why are we the people today not rebelling louder? Why aren't we doing things? Are we leaning on God for the answers? Are we still worried about offending a neighbor? Do we think we need to take our Christianity and hide it in a closet? (laughs) The other people came out of their closet. I'd be happy if they went back. That's not nice. That's not nice. 
And then I thought, we always like to pick sides. And as I was writing this and thinking about today's show, the scripture from Joshua came to mind. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and he looked and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for our adversaries? In other words, are you with us or the enemy? And he said, Nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord, I am, I now come. But but as a captain of the host of the Lord, am I now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord unto this servant? There's only one side. God's. The rest of it. I don't know what it is other than a mess. As American Christians, I believe we fail to understand who the leader is. I know I fall short. Knowing and allowing him to actually lead are two different, completely different things. There is only one, there is no one man who could bring America home, but there is one God, the only God. He is waiting for his children to rise up, stand for him, to have compassion on the lost, and to bring America home to our Savior, Jesus Christ. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Immuno150.com, that's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, my husband... Uh, was telling me last night, and I'd seen a little thing flash up about, uh, and I didn't click on it. I was busy working on our four shows because <laughs> I have to write those all out, you know, so they have to be write, written and timed and, and everything's going to have to be perfect and we'll see what, what we can pull off. But anyway, he came down kind of chuckling about Kamala Harris. She's received a, a worst favorability rating in poll history. And ever, ever since they've been taking polls, this is the worst VP rating ever. Well, nobody liked her in the first place. That's why she had to jump out of the race. Nobody likes Kamala except Obama. He's the only one who likes her. So Vice President Kamala Harris, viewed by the left as a shattered shatterer of the ceiling, the glass ceilings. You know, they have a lot of shatterers. Did you know that, Rudy? Do you remember the big display when Hillary shattered that ceiling and she made the... Of course, she kicked Sanders to the curb to do it. And uh, but she made it. She made it to the primary and she made it through the primary and she became the candidate for president of the United States. And they had this uh, virtual ceiling burst, you know, crack and shatter and blah, blah, blah. Hillary's a jerk, and she's a thief, and we don't know for sure, but we think she has a lot of murder. There's a lot of dead bodies in her wake. Let's just put it that way. So it seems like the choice of the left and the right, you know, they like to choose who we choose. It's it's not our choice. It's their choices. But anyway, President Barack Obama was a shatterer because he was the first black man to be elected. And he has been the worst president And he still is, as he's running things now, in the history of this country. We could have had Alan Keyes. It's not because he's black. It's because he's no good. We could have had Alan Keyes. We could have had Ben Carson. We could have had Alan West. There are others. I really liked Alan Keyes. I really, really liked him. And the gentleman that passed away, Cain. We could have had him, but we had Obama, and we still have Obama. But anyway, to get back on this, a whopping 49% of registered voters have a negative view of President Joe Biden's sidekick, while just 32% have a positive view. And I'm trying to think, who are these 32%? But the net negative rating 
Her rating is minus 17, according to the NBC poll, is the lowest for any vice president in the poll's history. A minus 17. Who are these people? How do you find minus people? I, I, I mean, I'm trying to figure that one out. Anyway, it says Mike Pence of 2019 has a minus four rating. Joe Biden in 2010 uh, sat at just one point, just plus one. But it wasn't always the case. Dick Cheney, who the media would spend years casting as some sort of a cartoon supervillain, well, I kind of think they had a ride, had a plus 23 rating in 2003. And Al Gore had a plus 15 in 1995. But Kamala Harris has a negative 17. I think these things are his, I think they're, I think they're comical. I don't know. Who are we listening to? Jonathan Turley says, and that's kind of what this this article is kind of what spurred my who is the deep state, who is the swamp, and who is lying. Because Jonathan Turley says, somebody's lying. Somebody's lying. They're both saying things, but somebody ain't telling the truth. He said He said this yesterday about whether the U.S. attorney David Weiss was prevented by the Justice Department for seeking felony charges against Hunter Biden. Republicans on the House Ways and Means Committee released transcripts Thursday, last week, of of depositions from the Internal Revenue Service whistleblowers who said Attorney General Merrick Garland and IRS Commissioner Daniel Werfel lied to Congress about interference with the Hunter Biden probe. The whistleblowers said that we, Sir Wise, we pronounce a Weiss around here, we've got people with that last name, sought special counsel status and was denied permission to file felony charges against Biden in the District of Columbia and in California. The different accounts that we've heard about what happened in this investigation cannot be reconciled, Turley said. Somebody is lying, and there is real criminal and impeachable conduct that could be raised, and that means Congress's power is about to, it's about its apex. And they can move forward, and it needs to move forward, and it has a full array of powers to do with, to do that with. Now, Turley, if you remember, is a Democrat, not a Republican. But he is supposed to be a constitutional wizard or whatever, scholar, lawyer, whatever. And the Dems turned on him when they had him before Congress during the first impeachment, I believe it was, of President Donald J. Trump. And they didn't like what he said because he was sticking to the Constitution. I don't know that I trust Jonathan Turley all the time. I believe he's part of the swamp. He's been there a long, long time. But some of the swamp aren't totally unreasonable, I guess. I don't know. I don't know these people. But he said Congress needs to start Congress needs to start bringing people in. There is nothing that constrains the mind as much as a congressional subpoena. <laughs> I don't know about that. Hunter Biden should be called in. We need to stop the nonsense. 
His team is suggesting that maybe the laptop isn't ours. Maybe this is not a mess, his message. Call him in and let's get an answer on the record that is about. What do you think that if they brought Hunter Biden in there, you think he wouldn't lie? You think he wouldn't sit there and do just like he's done with the interviews? I don't know. It could have been my laptop. It might have been stolen. Russian, the Russians might have taken it. They might have put all those porn figures, porn pictures on there of me and other women having you know what. It could have happened. Yeah, it could have. No. Said notably, the Chinese businessman that was the subject of the WhatsApp message did not appear to send back a message saying someone hacked you. Instead, the House is suggesting he sent millions of dollars after Hunter made Hunter Biden made the threat that his father was joining him and demanding this money. Well, the House has now documented dozens of accounts and corporations used to transfer money to the Biden family. It's a very serious corruption scandal, whether the media wants to cover it or not. And they do not want to cover it. And I think you should ask yourselves why. Why would they rather cover everything on Donald Trump and expand on it and not cover even the littlest a bit of this? Why? Because they're also part of the swamp. They're also part of the lies. It is very clear that the Biden family ran an influence-peddling operation, Turley said. The Biden family has been known for years for influencing peddling. So why does he say that? If we've known this for years, where was somebody when he was running for president? For years he's been doing this. As vice president, as senator. For years they've known it. <laughs> and now here he is wrecking this country. As Obama has directed him. And is continuing to direct him. That's Beth's opinion. I don't have any proof other than that's the way it seems to be rolling, my friends. I have an article here on Bud Light. I don't want to concentrate on this. But Bud Light is doing their very best to try to win back the rule America and try to win back those working men and women who love to drink their beer. I don't drink beer, so they didn't lose anybody in me. Um, but I saw last night where they've got a Bud Light float in the gay parade, and they've got, you know, they're sponsoring the gay pride parades, and I'm thinking, you ain't going to win us back that way. You're not going to win us back. They keep trying. But not really. Not really. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have a little story here on Joy Reid. I have something here about a guy who's a, a modern-day tea party of one. I want to talk about him a little bit. And we have a Navy SEAL that's going to run for Senator. And I'm excited about that. And then I want to talk about the swamp. And unfortunately, Droopy Dog, who's no Droopy Dog. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Now, I don't watch a lot of TV in the mornings or during the day because I'm here at work. The only time we turn, we do have one here. Rudy gave uh, the office a, a TV for Christmas a few years ago. So we do watch it uh, when something's going on politically. But we don't sit and watch movies and soap operas or other things. However, so I don't see Joy Reid and I don't watch The View. I just see snippets of them and read articles about what they have said and blah, 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 blah. Joy Reid is a liar. She's always been a liar. She will always be a liar. And yet, for some reason, she's popular. I I guess she's popular. She's still on the air. I don't know if that means anything or not. But she is calling DeSantis a fascist and a Nazi. You know, they, they use those terms constantly. And methinks, do they even know what that means? Let's see. Was that out of Princess Bride? Methinks you don't know what that means, sir. What that, sir. Anyway. DeSantis is a fascist, she says, and she can't believe he's a, he's a, a Nazi, and she can't believe he's still on the air. She can't believe he gets any camera time. Why don't they lock him up? I guess they should lock him up and lock Trump up together. He's just uh, another Trump and blah, 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 blah. Joy Reid. She's a phony. She's a fake. She's a liar. And yet, she gets lots of camera time. She's a racist. She's a Marxist. Or is she just getting paid to say what she says? I don't know. But I know she doesn't speak the truth. She says, I mean, I suppose you're inside the DeSantis war room and you've got to think a way to get yourself indicted to get up ahead of Trump. (laughs) That's just like, (laughs) oh, they're insane. They're insane. So this is kind of a a strange story, but it's uh, kind of a fun story, maybe. I don't know if it's fun. But this man has had it up to here with... uh, New York government and how they are telling them what they can and cannot do with their wood furnaces, their wood stoves, their wood ovens, their uh, gas ovens and coal. Can't, can't cook with coal. So he's an artist and his name is Scott Lobedo. He threw multiple pizzas at the New York City Hall in a response to the city's crackdown on coal and wood-fired ovens. You know, when we went to Wyoming, we went to, uh, what, what was the city there? We went to, uh, Gillette, and there was a pizza place there. Now, Gillette's not a very big place. It's probably, is it maybe a little bigger in California? Is it a little bigger? Maybe quite a bit bigger, but not. It's not as big as Jefferson City, I don't think. But anyway, Gillette, there was this pizza place there that had the wood-fired ovens. And that had to be one of the best pizzas I have ever, ever had. Well, if it was in New York, they'd be cracking down on them. I don't think they are in Wyoming yet. I think they're smarter in Wyoming. I'm not sure. So he gets mad. He says, the woke are blank, blank idiots who run this city are doing everything in their power to destroy it. 
He says, we have naked men with their you-know-whats bouncing around all over the city yesterday in public in front of children. We have the most violent, raging crime rate ever. We are being invaded by illegal immigrants who are being treated way better than our homeless veterans. Our teachers and first responder heroes who were fired are still not compensated because they didn't take the Fauci injection. Our city schools produce the dumbest kids and the woke up punks, he got blank blank there, who run New York, uh, and he calls them something, uh, are afraid of pizza. Are you afraid of pizza, he asks. The world used to respect New Yorkers as tough. The world used to view and respect New Yorkers as tough, thick skinned and gritty. Now we have become, well, I won't say what he said, sissified. And he says it's a darn shame. He didn't say darn. He's pretty upset. And he's invoking the famed Boston Tea Party. So instead of throwing tea in the harbor, which we will talk about this next week, I mean this week later, I don't know if we hit that that particular phase on Thursday or Friday. <clears throat> and uh, so he's throwing pizza at the city hall there in New York. He's throwing pizza. Now he had to spend a lot of money on that pizza. And my gosh, that was such a waste of pizza. I do like my pizza. I wished I didn't like my pizza so much. All right, I just got this and I have not read it yet. So we're going to we're going to look at it together. Just the title intrigued me. It just popped up while we were in the commercial time. Whoopi Goldberg launches a vile attack on evangelicals. God may not be on their side. Really? And she goes back and she uses scripture, and I haven't figured out what scripture she's using yet, because like I said, I just got this. Two, are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? Put your coffee down. To promote and push the children's gender mutilation. So, whoopee, whoopee. <laughs> Remember, she is Karen. Remember that. Whoopi is Karen. You know, the thing about evangelicals, she says, that we all have to remember is that they're human beings. They're people and they're flawed, like all of us. Well, yes, we are. So, you know, when they wake up and realize that God may not be on their side the way they think he is because someone who says, I'm doing this for you, sounds an awful lot like you know. Goldberg co-host Sarah Haynes interjected it to refer to Jesus Christ as the great J.C. Yeah, yeah, Goldberg replied with Austin, concluded by saying many of them are such good people and being taken by this char- charlatan, which is distressing. And I don't know who the charlatan is, unless they're talking about Trump or who they're talking about. I also know that God made me... Smart enough to know that if there are alternatives out there that can work for me, I will investigate them. I also know, God said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I will not make the decision for anybody. In this same segment, Goldford admitted that, Karen, admitted that her own owner's relationship with God was always choppy. Well, maybe it was always choppy because of other things. (laughs) Goldberg uses the Bible to argue for trans surgeries for children. 
Earlier this year, Goldberg bizarrely used the Bible to argue her transgender surgeries for minors. May God, my God, this is a party that says we believe in parents' rights, Goldberg said back in April, according to Christian Post. You're telling me that a parent, I'm not smart enough to decide if my child and I need to have a gender affirming or doctors are not involved. So what is? I can't decide what my kids read. I can't decide what my child, what my child says is going on. You're telling me your beliefs, your, and they keep saying it and I keep saying, what Bible are you reading? Because God was really clear. These kinds of attacks on Christians and God have unfortunately become all too common. That's not what she's saying. That's what they're saying. She doesn't use any scripture here. I don't see any scripture, so that's kind of a false leading title. It's a lie, you know. (laughs) I can't remember where that one was coming from. But they do have a bizarre way of thinking, even the churches. Well, God loves everyone. Yes, he does. He loved you so much he sent a son, and he loves you too much to leave you there where you are, captured in your sin. God does not promote changing your gender. Whoopi is a Karen who fights for I don't know what. I'd say her relationship with God is more than choppy, but I can't tell what's in her heart, just what's coming out of her mouth, and it ain't good. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My Pillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. 
Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-432-8150. 800-432-8150. 800-432-8150. That's 800-432-8150. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is the final segment of today's show. I want to get back to uh, former Attorney General Barr. And uh, before I do that, in my monologue, I had another scripture. And sometimes I think when we read these things, we're always pointing our fingers at others. And I, I kind of wrote down here, before we do that, maybe we should look at ourselves as well. How we behave. But these are the things that God hates. Seven, it says, are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. These are the things I wrote down here. These are the things I see in D.C. Sad but true. But are there times in my own life, looking back and maybe now, I don't know. I don't try to be that way. But we have to be careful. When I was starting the show and we talked about who is the swamp, who is the deep state, and who is lying, And in speaking of the administration of Trump, he had too many swampers in there. He had too many globalists in there. He says now he didn't know. Now he knows people. But I'm wondering, does he really know people? Because they are so many. So you know how I felt about, at first, about Bill Barr as attorney general. 
I thought he looked like Droopy Dog. And I remember the cartoon Droopy Dog. And Droopy Dog was the deputy Droopy Dog. was He always got his man. He's slower than a snail, but he always got his man. Why? Because the man, the, the criminal, became overconfident. So, back in May, I received this article from Lloyd Billingsley. I really need to get him on just because I love his name. Lloyd Billingsley on the barometer. He said, the barometer falling. And he talked in here how far back Bill Barr went in his political career and things that happened then that have been swept under the rug or forgotten. And we're talking about uh, things that happened with uh, Ruby Ridge and other places. It was under Bill Barr's watch. And Bill Barr, when he, and he's got his memoirs, he's written a book. Everybody writes a book. I keep writing, but I don't ever get a book done. He wrote his memoirs. And in his memoirs, he says, I made it clear that neither President Obama nor Vice President Biden were in Durham's crosshairs when he appointed Durham as the Special counsel. What does that tell you? It tells me that William Barr knew all along what Obama, Hillary Clinton, and the FBI and all of them were doing to Trump in framing him. He knew all along. And now we find out, you know who advised Trump? To hire William Barr, Chris Christie, which I find that interesting because Chris Christie really wanted that appointment. So it goes back so far and so deep. It's like we're stuck in quick mud. Or it's like the story of Tar Baby, where you just keep kicking and you keep getting stuck in the lies and the corruption and in the swamp. We need a muckyuck bucket. <laughs> I told the story of the muckyuck bucket a week or so ago, and Melody got a big kick out of that. But, America, we're getting ready to celebrate the independence of this nation. We were nothing more than subjects of the king. Who are we subjects to today? I think that's an interesting question. I really would like to share these articles with you. If you would be interested in having them, I can get them online. My copies are all marked up. But the borrow meter falling... And Durham's sequel goes back to the prequel. And who is the prequel? Well, it's Clinton. He talks about her in this. Politically funded and uncooperated opposition research, such as the Steele dossier. She paid for that. And what happened to Seth? Do you remember? He mentions that in here. How they, uh, he mentions how she got Bernie. And Seth, 
the young man that worked for her ended up dead. They said it was a robbery gone bad, but there was nothing. He had not been robbed. And then they took his laptop, they meaning police, and they held it. They're all dirty. This is not the America that was established years ago. And even back then, those men were less than perfect. Not all of them were Christians. Some of them still believed in slavery, and some of them didn't. And and uh, we fought a war against that. But America, what do you want? What will you celebrate as Independence Day? I hope you will embrace your family. I hope you will say a prayer for this nation. I hope that all of us. I have a story here about this young Navy SEAL. He's got a businessman in Montana, and he's a Republican. His name is Tim Sheehy, and he announced his candidacy, his candidacy today to unseat the Democrat Senator John Tester in the 2024 election. Whether it was in war or business, he says, I see problems and I solve them. America needs conservative leaders who love our country, and that's why I'm running for the United States Senate. I want to create a better future for my kids, your children and grandchildren. Our campaign is about service, God, and country. Not politics as usual. Politics as usual has gone on too long. Who is the deep state? Who is the swamp? Somebody's lying. Most of them. I think we need to recognize it. There are no perfect men. That's true. Or women. But there are some that are definitely, definitely hate this country and running it into the ground. And it's time that you and I stood up, stand up, and bow down and bring America home to God. Thank you.